Welcome to Baddies with Business. I'm your host, Malaron Hodge. Come with me on a journey as I talk with Black women about their aspirations, struggles, and learnings within business. Learn and grow as we talk about how being a baddie and business go hand in hand. Hey, baddies. Are you seeing consistent growth with your business, but still feel like you're running out of ideas to keep your audience's attention? Well, if so, it's definitely time to chat with our friends at Kef&Co to get your mind, content, and messaging right. Powered by Black creatives, Kef&Co is a woman-led communications agency who specializes in teaching founders like you, baddie how to use the power of your brand origin story to build an empowered and engaged community without all the grunt and guesswork. So head on over to www.kefandco.com forward slash BWB to book your strategy and learn how to tell your story your way with Kevin Go. Hello, everyone. So excited for another episode of Bears with Business. Today, we are talking all things vegan. We have a lovely guest today, Mike LeClaire. So tell the people about yourself. Well, thank you for the lovely introduction. <laughs> I, it's not every day that I get called lovely, so I will take that for today on this beautiful Tuesday. So, okay, so my name is Michael Claire. I became vegan, transitioned to a vegan lifestyle about almost two years ago. My significant other and I were having some health issues. We're older. We're a little bit older. I don't think, no, I'll tell my age. <laughs> I'm about to turn 43. <laughs> I'm about to turn 43 in May. So he and I were kind of, you know, a little concerned about where our health was going, the direction it was going, right? So there's a lot of preventative things that we need to do in order to prevent some of these things from coming. So for me, it was in particular like high blood pressure. So my blood pressure was getting higher. The doctor was kind of saying, hey, you may need to, you know, start looking at some medication or at least some lifestyle changes, right? So me not necessarily wanting to be on medication my entire, the rest of my life, right? I decided to look at different options. So I was very surprised when my significant other said, let's try a vegan lifestyle because he is all about bacon and, and pork and meat and <laughs> So that was a little interesting for me. I was surprised. I said, okay, well, let's try like meatless Mondays. And he was like, no, let's try a whole month. I said, okay. So (laughs) I was very surprised, but you know, that's how it all began. That's how it began. So now we kind of wanted to document our journey so that other people, if they were interested or if they had questions, they could kind of see, you know, the road that we've taken, the path that we've taken. And then the funny thing is it's actually gotten to the point where both of our health has really made a change for the better. And so then that's become the real motivation as to why we started Snooty Vegans, which is our our vegan business. Let me give y'all a little background. So we connected on Instagram and I had been following. And I was like, oh, look at these recipes or the tips and different things that you share. And also y'all should follow them because there's no shaming of people that are eating meat or not vegan. And so that's what I appreciate it. It's like Black people who are vegan that are not shaming other people into becoming vegan. It's just like, hey, you can transition. So for you sharing that we were beat, it was a health thing. And then we turned, like, I didn't even know that from following you because it makes it like more accessible. And, you know, being able to 
be someone that eats meat that's like trying to transition away from red meat and like dabbling in the vegan world because my best friend is vegan. It just, it makes me feel really good. So thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. I just, it's so funny because like you said, we don't carnivore shame. We don't do that. I mean, most of our family, I mean, excuse me, all of my family members, my mom is a vegetarian, but all of the rest of our family members on both sides are carnivores. So, so there's no shame me. You know, I, I was raised on every type of meat you can imagine. My grandmother's from Mississippi. Although my mom is a vegetarian, she didn't raise us as vegetarians. So, you know, this was kind of new for all of us. Went to college in the South, my significant other went to college in the South. That's where we met. So we're used to some good, you know, some good cooking that includes meat. But the good thing is what we've discovered is that a lot of the dishes that we enjoyed as carnivores, we can make even better sometimes um, as a vegan dish. So that's been extremely rewarding. Oh, I love that. So where'd you go to school in the South? Was it HBCU? Oh, yes. I went to, well, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean like, <laughs> oh, yes, like that. But I'm just saying, oh, yes, it was. I went to Clark Atlanta. My significant other, he went to Morehouse. So we, you know, we're that little, you know, HBCU, CAU uh, love type of situation. So, yeah. Yes. I love an HBCU. I went to Winston-Salem State University. So you said the South. I was just going to put you in an HBCU, even if you said another. <laughs> I'm like, come on over, come to home, come and shoot. Oh yeah, no, I think, oh, I'm going. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Uh, I loved every minute of it. Missed the South terribly, but yes, hats off to, I almost wore my support black college sweatshirt today, but I was like, I kind of look a little fancy today. <laughs> you should have done it. I was like, yes, this, and that's where we would have started. That's right. <laughs> next time. Next, next time. time, next time, next time. So how has this journey been for you all? Not only transitioning, you mentioned that your health has taken a turn for the better, and also you've been able to document this. So what are some other things that like you discover or learned about yourself in starting this venture and also this lifestyle change as well? Well, I've learned, well, I'll be honest with you, since I turned 40, there's been a lot of stuff that I've learned about myself. You know, personal growth has been an amazing journey since I turned that age. And I don't know what it is about being older that you just kind of realize that you might need to make some changes if you so choose, right? So what I realized about myself is that consistency matters. And that's in a lot of walks of life, right? Entrepreneurship, running a business, being a parent, being a friend, consistency is what matters. So that's the main thing that I've taken away from this whole journey. Um, And the fact that sometimes you might have to look in another direction, somewhere that you may not have thought to look for in order for something to come, right? So I wasn't sure what this health and fitness journey was going to look like. I've tried different eating styles. I've tried different workouts. I've, I've actually, you know, been an exercise instructor a time or two in my life. So I just wasn't sure what it was going to look like. So the fact that it looks like this is exciting, but it wasn't exactly what I had pictured. But I've learned to be flexible. I've learned that the journey is not always easy. I've learned that I am motivated by different things now. You know, back in the day, I was motivated by, you know, fitting in a size such and such. And now it's more so I don't want to take that medication for my blood pressure. So I I mean, there's so many things I've learned. I've learned that a vegan lifestyle can give you way more energy to to focus on your fitness journey. So that's been exciting for me as well. And and there's there's just a lot of things, a lot of things that I enjoy, like the fact that I'm doing this with my significant other and he and I can do this together. That's been an amazing part of this journey as well. So there's so many different things that I've learned about myself and just, you know, the lifestyle in general that I love and I love to share. If people ask, if people ask, 
I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, well, I do. Well, let me rephrase this because I do have to that they are vegan. <laughs> but I don't, we don't force our lifestyle on anybody. We just, if people have questions, if they see the the rewards and the benefits that we have and they want similar rewards and benefits, then we're more than, more than welcome to have a conversation, right? I know you shared a lot of the personal ones and I also want to know about business. So as you get to like some of those learnings with business, I do want you to talk about the name, Snooty Vegan. So- can you share a little bit more about the name and also the learnings that have come on that journey? Oh my gosh, there's been so many. Obviously with the pandemic, I've had to pivot a lot. A lot of people have had to pivot in different ways. I had a nine to five for most of my career, most of my professional career. So once the pandemic hit, I have a, a son, a young son, who of course was starting to do online learning. And so we had to make some decisions about what our professional careers were going to look like at that point. So we decided to do some, you know, we've done a lot of different digital content, content creation, things like that in the past, but it wasn't necessarily a full-time thing at the time. So this has really given us an opportunity to focus on the entrepreneurial aspect of digital content, right? So, and to share our journey. So Snooty Vegans came about. It's so funny. We were like, well, let's document our journey <laughs> so we could, so other people could see and we could share and all this, especially, you know, family members from that are far away that couldn't necessarily connect with us via, you know, in-person meetings because of the pandemic. All of that, I say to say, Snooty Vegans came about. I was like, well, I didn't think, you know, I don't think I'm bougie. I don't think I'm bougie. Occasionally occasionally, but I'm definitely a little snooty, right? So <laughs> snooty in terms of like, we eat what we want to eat. We don't, we don't have like strict regulations about certain things. We just listen to our bodies, listen to what feels good for us, what works for us. And then that's what we kind of go with. So that's, that's where snooty kind of came from. We're like, well, we're snooty in our vegan journey, just because just like I said, we don't follow strict guidelines and we do what feels right for us. And as far as the the business came about, we were like, well, what can we do, you know, to expand this, to kind of grow our audience, to increase the awareness, to increase the conversation? So we started doing, you know, various podcasts and things like that. And then that's when the shirt brand kind of came about. So I love, love our shirts, snootybeacons.com. But it's so funny because I say, this is what I say. I say you can say it with your chest, right? So you don't actually have to say you're a vegan to start the conversation. You wear it on your shirt. If people have interest or if they want to know more, then they can, they can start the conversation. So I think that that's a good a good talking point and a good way to start the conversation with other people who may be interested in as well. Did I answer the question? You did answer the question. So you've had some learnings and that flexibility piece that you mentioned in your personal life, I think that also carries over into the business as well. Could you share a little bit more about what you all offer? Do you offer like recipes? Is it like consulting for those individuals who are trying to transition? Like what are the services or products and things that you all offer in addition to the t-shirt? <laughs> of course. No, because so we do, we do do transition co coaching. So as, if you're looking to transition to a vegan lifestyle, the type of things that we offer, we typically try to do group coaching because it's, it's more, it's easier kind of to transition when you have support. So there are a lot of people that want to transition to this lifestyle that may not have the support of their family, or it may be just them who wants to transition and maybe their significant other or their children are not quite interested in it yet. So they just want to kind of try it out beforehand to see if it's something that works for them and their family. So what we do is we do actually, we do provide meal plans. The first thing that we kind of talk about is mindset, right? Because if you don't have the right mindset, then no matter what you do, you're going to revert back to whatever it is that your mindset was before. 
So that's the main thing that we try to initially start with is mindset work. We have to talk about, of course, like, what is your why? I know that's a big thing that a lot of people in fitness talk about, but it's it's extremely important to keep you motivated and consistent. Consistency is key. We talk about being consistent, what that looks like. That looks different, like for everyone, right? <laughs> Not everybody is going to only eat vegan meals every single day, you know, starting off cold turkey, that kind of thing. Some people need a little bit more of a actual transition, like baby steps, right? So we just kind of lay out the plan, look at what that looks like for everybody, even though each person is an individual, you know, having group support, like I said, does help and encourage you along the way. And just kind of talking about like what your goals are. So that's the important thing too. What's your why? What are your goals? What do you expect to get out of this lifestyle? Is it something that you want to to be for a lifetime? Is it something that you're trying to fit into your cousin's wedding dress next August? Because <laughs> you got to fit into cousin's dress. <laughs> By any means necessary. Because cousin said you're going to be cut out of the wedding if you don't fit in this dress now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if that's the case, you know, we can meet that goal. But the, the good thing is what people have found and what I've learned with my clients is that once they start the journey, even if it is for like a goal that maybe like two or three months down the road, because you feel so good, because you have so many benefits, because you have the energy to exercise, because your skin is glowing radiantly, it, it turns into something that people are interested in for a lifetime. So I, I think that that's extremely rewarding. So once people kind of get their foot in the door, they see the benefit and then it turns into like a long term commitment. So we have that. I also I do some other things as well, but that's that's as far as, you know, with the vegan the vegan lifestyle, vegan transition coaching is concerned. And we have fun. That's the other thing. <laughs> I'd like to find joy in the journey. That That's my main, that's like my philosophy of life is finding joy in the journey. Mm -hmm. So I love to laugh. I love to make it kind of lighthearted. I like to, you know, just joke and have fun and then, you know, just really enjoy life and who, who I'm working with. I love that. You shared not only some things that you all share with those who are transitioning within this group coaching, but also some things that are important for folks who are starting businesses or ventures or ideas. So the mindset shift, that's powerful. Like it is a mindset shift. This is not just a hobby. This is a business. And it's also like you believe in that in order for other people to believe that. You also mentioned what is your why? So constantly going back to what is your why? What is the reason you're doing this? Who are the people that are connected to your why? And consistency is key. Consistency is the key, it's the house, it's the foundation, it's the frames, it's all that stuff that I watch on HGTV, it's period. It's the key to life, the book of life, the wait, the founder you. The and thinking about consistency and the challenge of it, how do you motivate people to remain consistent? Because I think the way that you are motivate them as they're transitioning is also a way that people can be motivated as a startup businesses are thinking about that. So could you share a couple of tips about things that you all share with your clients? Of course. So there's, there's a couple of things. Definitely believe in small victories and small rewards, right? So anytime you have like a victory, say you made it two straight days, you know, with delicious, wonderful, tasty vegan meals, right? So what can you do to reward yourself? So the, the good thing is like, there's, there's vegan treats. There are vegan treats. There's Oreo cookies that are vegan. You know, there are certain things that I think that people don't realize or recognize that are vegan. I mean, as long as everything in moderation, as long as you don't overdo it, there are things and ways to reward yourself. We don't like to really always reward ourselves with food, right? Because we don't always want to think of like, you know, I'm going to do this so I can get that donut or whatever it is. 
speaking of that, we do have uh, donuts every Sunday. They're vegan donuts. But anyway, I digress. So, but I mean, there are ways to reward yourself. And another way to stay consistent, right, is to make sure you know what your goals are, right? To have an accountability partner. A lot of times accountability partners are very necessary and needed in order to make sure that you stay on track and stay consistent. So that, that's, that's a really big one is finding someone that can support you in your why and can support you in your goals. And they, you know, can just be like, hey, you know, let me share this recipe with you, right? So, you know, so you don't have to think about what your dinner is going to be tomorrow night. Let me share this with you. The other important thing about remaining consistent that we share is that not every day is going to be 100% success in what you determine as a success, right? So say you, you maybe had something that had a little bit of dairy in it. (laughs) Don't beat yourself up. (laughs) don't make it a slippery slope. You know what I mean? Just think about the next meal and what you can do after that. So that's the main thing because a lot of people, what happens is if they make like the slightest mistake, it's a slippery slope all the way back to day one. Whereas you can say, hey, you know what? I messed up a little bit today, but it's not going to mess up my entire journey. So that helps with consistency as well. I hope y'all got your notepad out. If not, pause right now. Go get your notepad. Rewind about 30 seconds and then hit play. So, A refresher as you have your notepad. Small victories. Celebrate the small victories. I did it today. I I checked things off of my list that I had. Celebrate it and reward yourself. That reward doesn't have to be food. I love food, so my reward might be food. But if it's not, it's okay. The next one is know your goals. So it's important to know your why, but also know your goals. Why are you doing this? And also have an accountability partner. They can hold you accountable and also make it mutual. I think it, it being mutually beneficial, you both are holding one another accountable. And the last one, not every day is a success. I just want to like write this in the sky with a little plea. Not every day is a success and it's okay. It's okay. It'll be fine. You'll bounce back because we'll celebrate that moment that you had a victory. And if you don't, you'll learn from it and continue going. So those are those three. Any more you want to add? Yeah, I was like, wait, one more thing. So it's okay because when we talk about not every day is a success, and this is in business as well, right? They say fail fast and fail forward, right? So once you, because failure is a part of learning. Failure is a part of being able to look at what went wrong and correcting your course, right? So I just feel like fail fast, fail forward, and just it's all about perspective. Failure is not the end of the road. Failure is not anything personal. Failure is a thing that happens to every single successful person in business. So, you know, the whole fall down seven times to get up eight in business is completely, completely necessary to remember because not every day is a success. So fail fast, fail forward, and then get back on track. Dust yourself off and drag me. <laughs> okay, y'all, we having a good time. I hope y'all have a good time over there. As you think about your journey, and just the venture thus far, are there some baddies that you want to shout out that have been there along the journey with you? They've been your accountability partners. They've been your cheerleaders. They've been like, you should do that. Like, who are some baddies that you want to shout out in this moment? Well, let me tell you, I can't lie. Not a personal friend yet, but, you know, Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown. They were the you know, the thing. In the vegan world, Kale, my name just opened in California, mm-hmm. if you haven't checked it out. Um, <laughs> and it's so funny. One of my, 
old college roommates. Her lion sister is Pinky, the one that has Slutty Vegan in Atlanta. So shout out to her because she is doing the darn thing significantly. I'm trying to think. There's been people that we've had encounters with along. We had a road trip not too long ago. We had we stopped at Black Owned Vegan restaurants and they were just so Maddie's Foods is in Kansas City, Missouri. And then we also stopped at Sweet Art in St. Louis. So that was amazing as well. So just just anybody that opens their arms to us as we continue this journey, we love to collaborate with other people of color just because we support, you know, our community. So just want to shout those people out. All my college roommates, they've always supported me from the very beginning. So that's, they're like my, you know, my solid support. Oh, and my significant other. The other part is needy vegans. <laughs> I, I almost forgot him. I feel like it's award season. And I was like, oh, I almost forgot the most important person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. I was like, is he going to be on the list? Because he's like, I might not be a baddie, but I'm afraid and I'm going to be right there every step of the way. I do have a question for you. So you did this road trip. Did you put together a list of these blackout vegans? Huh? Let me tell you. Well, let me tell you what I have learned. What I have learned, especially traveling, is that there's not a lot of places to stop along the way as a vegan, right? So we packed up, you know, all of our typical snacks, but there were sometimes we just wanted to get somewhere and, and eat and then keep moving. So what I did, what I do typically when I go almost any restaurant or anywhere, any new city is I Google. I say, what is vegan at blah, blah, blah? What is vegan at such and such? What are black owned vegan restaurants in this city or that city? And then we just try to make sure that wherever, whatever direction we take, we make sure that we support um, I have not compiled a list. That's actually a very good idea. We haven't done as much traveling as we would like because of the pandemic and our son is in school as well. But that, that's a very good idea. But anytime you have any question, you just, you know, Google. I, I'm very good with Google. <laughs> what is vegan at? And then, like I said, I, we always throw in the black owned as well, just because that's important to us, too. Oh, I love it. So as you think about your journey, you shared some learnings. You've also shared a little bit more about what you all do with clients. If you think about in the next two to three years, where would you like Snooty Vegans to be and how can the community of baddies and friends help you get there, starting from the day they hit play on this episode? That's a very good question. I think the conversation is important because I think a lot of people aren't really aware of what all being a vegan entails or what it can entail or does it have to entail. I think that a lot of people are kind of afraid of like things like the cost of being a vegan and things like that, which is a you know a misconception because if you go to any grocery store, the produce is typically cheaper than most of the processed foods. Um, so just starting the conversation. So I think how people can be of support if you have a podcast, if you have a show and you want to start the conversation, have the conversation, have your listeners and your followers know about what the benefits are, especially like in the Black community and your health, because that's like their main thing, right? We want longevity of life, but we also want quality of life. So I think just having those conversations would be a great support because then, like I said, it gets the message out to more people that it is a sustainable lifestyle and that has so many rewards for yourself, your family, your community and just everyone in general. And you can say it with your chest and get a t-shirt <laughs> for all of your vegan friends and that, and share, share that as well. <laughs> I love that. So it's interesting because when you said, say it with your chest, I think of like how black people like saying with your chest, like, and y'all like literally say it with your chest, put it a t-shirt and say it with your chest. So I love how black y'all are. Thank you. For oh, that. you're so you're so welcome. 
I love it too. I want to think about it. <laughs> okay. So where can people go to follow you all on social media and also get their t-shirts? We're at Snooty Vegans. So S-N-O-O-T-Y-V-E-G-A-N-S. So at Snooty Vegans on Instagram. And then our for our t-shirts, literally www.snootyvegans.com. So there's all kinds of different t-shirts on there. Um, hello, I'm a vegan. It's just, you know, vegan life, all these kind of things. So uh, that's where we are currently. And I would put that in the description of this episode. So yeah, it's it's been a great conversation. Hopefully you all have learned something, not about living a vegan lifestyle and like transitioning, and also about some of those key concepts that you could take it to your venture and your community or you could share with a friend. So in closing, I do a baddie benediction. So not necessarily a prayer, but it's just some closing words. Like we're about to open up the doors of the baddie community. What is your baddie benediction that you want to leave us with today? Okay. Words I want to leave with. I think I said it a little earlier. Well, I know I did. Fail fast. Pick yourself up and keep moving. Know your worth. Know your value. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Because you know your value and your worth. And the people that want to support you in what you're doing will come. Baddie benediction. Thank you for listening to another episode of Baddies with Business. To support today's baddie, head on over to the description of this episode to find out more where you can follow them on social media, their website, and also support Baddies with Business. Thank you so much for continuing to support this community and myself. To learn more about Baddies with Business, you can check out my website at www.baddieswithbusiness.com. Or shoot me an email, baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Be bad, be bold, be a baddie.